Welcome to World Walkers, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast played by professional cartoonists. I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers. Before we get started, I wanted to let you know that myself and the rest of the World Walkers are going to be at AwesomeCon in Washington, D.C. We'll be there all weekend from March 30th to April 1st. Keep an eye on the World Walkers Twitter account at World Walkers Pod for more info. I want to take a second to thank the members of Patreon who make this and every other episode possible. If you want to find out more about our Patreon, head on over to patreon.com slash worldwalkers. Thanks, everyone, and enjoy episode 58, Inside, Vasa is Screaming. In our last episode, the Worldwalkers watched as Patch separated himself from his mantle as the King of Dreams. Now, the group talks not with the endless slumber, but with the person behind the mantle. Yeah, um... After Vasa watches the ethereal patch go, she kind of turns around with like a really intrigued expression to look at the human or the the organic physical patch that was left behind. And when this one starts drinking, she's like, well, all right then. And she kind of like grabs her like third one off the counter and she kind of like clonks it against his while like really staring at him, like really staring into his eyes because this is the first time that patch has had eyes. And then, and then she goes like, what do we call you? Well, I, I'm I'm Patch. Um, no, 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 no. You're not. What what, what do we call you? That I was that was the Patch. What were you? Kevin are you? Junior. And he looks around and he says, "Uh, I uh, just just Patch will do." And then and then that like is the King of Dreams. That's the Guardian. I'm Patch. The fact I I gave you guys my name right away. Let's oh. call him JP. Just Patch. <laughs> I love it. And he, he actually, um, you're not used to, usually you, you feel like the sensation of him, whatever. Like you just see him, like he's, his his face kind of lightens up and he's just like, <laughs> I like that. I'll go by JP. Aww. And he's got kind of like a, a kind of more crackly voice now too. Like he's kind yeah. of aged. Hey JP, you want to join us on an adventure? Uh, I I don't think that I would be very helpful. <laughs> Besides, I I mean... I'm no slouch, I suppose, but I've got to stay here with the shard in the dreaming tree. That That's why I sent, like, my mantle. If we... Because I'm looking at you right now, and yeah. you're not so far removed from us right now. So my question is, if we do this long enough, are we going to turn into whatever you turned into, <laughs> mantle-wise? Uh, no, no. I... uh. You don't know this, but I'm actually from your world, and uh, I used to do, I used to do work for the King of Dreams. I had uh, ended up in this kind of like terrible demi plane of dread, and once I broke out, I ended up in Stardust, and I used to do work for the King of Dreams. Uh, I was kind of like an emissary for him, and once, once it was his time, he passed the mantle on to me, and I took it up. No shit, where were you from? Uh, and he kind of smiles and he says, uh, 
uh you know that island that floats above your continent and if you don't remember uh jane um there is an island they call the dark island that floats above the continent of kendis and it kind of casts a deep shadow over the western edge of your continent not on rollum you're far enough away um but nobody knows what's up there no one's ever been up there it's a big mystery and um he says uh i'm from that island no way! What's it like up there? Uh, and he kind of thinks about everything. He's like, "There's a, I mean, we could never get to the surface ourselves." But I, I don't, I don't know what it's like where you live. <laughs> I knew, I knew I liked you better. I knew I liked you better. I'm a pretty likable guy. And just kind of smiles. And um, <clears throat> that maybe the first time that you notice that he has a, a lute on his side as well, like kind of mm-hmm. underneath his cloak, like the right. instrument. Hmm. My god, he's a bard. I have been known to play some j- ditties myself. He's <laughs> um, <laughs> like, definitely we have to get together and talk music, but like I said, I, I do need you guys to get going. Aww. Okay. Uh, I guess Tompkins is supposed to lead us to the next. Yeah, and Tompkins is like, I don't. I mean, do you want me just to take him back? Down the tunnel, I didn't go down, and uh, Patch says, yeah, like, because you had, if I remember correctly, that path. He kind of thinks, he's like, there's only, there's only one path there. I opened up another path so that you guys could make it to me, but you should have gone down the other path, so. You mean where that giant creature was? Uh, there may be more paths now, but in terms of the rounds, like, the actual world walking tunnels. There's only one tunnel there. And um Tompkins he says like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was and here, mind you guys, there was like three ways we could go. We could have gone down that terrible tunnel where all the bad stuff was and we wisely decided not to. And then there was a, a tunnel to another world and then there was a tunnel that I didn't know was there before and that was to the tavern. So yeah, I can I can take us back down that way if you want us to to go back that way and uh patch looks at you guys with kind of a um a knowing look and he's like uh, i think that'd probably be for the best it's it's the next path available so you might as well try it out well let's go brummel stone would take a moment and like shake arms with the patch and yeah. say uh with, with jp and say <laughs> uh you know uh may the brightest timeline guide your path He's like, I like that. And he stands up and kind of gives you a hug. Aww. Uh, Voss <laughs> is going to spend her last moments going to the bartender and be like, hey, two for the road, and uh, can I get some of those uh, pork rolls again? And he serves you right up. <laughs> Tin kind of looks between Tompkins and uh, JP and is like, are there any provisions here that we might need, like, stock up on? He thinks for a second, and he's like, well, I mean, uh, I don't know what you guys have in the way of food, but you're welcome to stock up on whatever food you want to. No, no spare lightning javelins in the back. <laughs> and he laughs and he's like, uh, "No, I uh, really wish I had magical items. I mean, I, I have this great sword, um, but I was going to use it to protect the tree." Are you saying that what we take, what we get in here, we can still carry out into the waking world? Uh. Nothing that's made of dreams, but this sword comes from Menroth, so it'll totally leave. No, I mean, you know, from him, and she points to the bartender. Oh, (laughs) and he thinks, and he's like, yeah, for the most part, uh, the more, I mean, the shortcut is that the more plausible it is, the easier it is to take with you. 
Um, like if you wanted me to like, and I can't, and he looks around, he's like, I can't do anything for you right now. But like, um, no, I, I couldn't summon weapons for you, for instance. Like everything that I do kind of takes a bit of my power, to be honest with you. Um, and I was using the most of my power to travel dreams as fast as possible so that I was never in one spot for the nightmares to find me. Um, that, that was pretty much all I was doing is I was on the run. I, I was told by my, um, my other crew, the one that found you, Roberto, that you guys had come back and that's why I made my way back here so fast. But, um, if the dreaming tree were up, if I had stardust, I'd be able to make you guys whatever you want. But, um, I was if, just going to ask for like a roasted leg of lamb and some pork and two bottles oh, of that's, wine. That's probably doable. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he thinks about it for a second. He's like, you know, uh, there's, um, a guy that would visit us every now and then on stardust, the name of the nomad. If you guys can never find him, like, and you get some money together, that guy, uh, there's actually more than one of them, but those, those people deal in magical armaments. Like you could totally arm yourselves up with them. If you had a way to contact them, I don't know where they go. I don't, I don't know how they, I don't really know how they do business on, on Menroth. They used the, the nomad used to show up um, at regular intervals at this bar we used to all hang out at, and he would kind of hold conferences and talk with us. But I don't know how easy it is to find him or one of his friends out there in the uh, waking world. But if you find one, get a hold of him and try and get some money before then. Yeah, Brummelstone would would flip out the business card he has. That just kind of a like, dick. <laughs> he kind of <laughs> nods like, "Oh, really? They're usually pretty nice." I mean, the one I talked to was. I liked him, <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Yeah, they, you can um, you can tear those up, and it kind of gives them a call." So there's no way you could give us money; we could take into the waking world. Um, you guys want money? Yes. Well, if we get money, then we can rip the card for the nomad, cash in, get the weapons. Well, I mean, sure. Um. Hold on a second, I guess. And he reaches into his satchel and starts pulling out bags of gold. Oh, I knew I liked you! Um, <laughs> yes! Yes, is right. Roboto's currently carrying zero gold. <laughs> He's like, I don't know how much you guys want, but like, here's the thing. I'm not making you gold. I'm giving you my gold from my old adventuring days because I, I don't know a lot about the economy, but I don't like... Uh, pouring brand new uh, money into an economy they didn't have before. I think that's bad. So <laughs> I try to respect yeah, 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 the world that way. That's fine. That's fine. Way. We don't really care where but it comes from. <laughs> I was trying to explain. I wasn't trying to screw you guys over is all I was saying. He keeps pulling out more and more bags of gold. Keep and it coming. Keep it coming. Tin, come help me carry some of this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tin will just, like, get an armful. <laughs> totally buy an elephant no, we're yep. not going to buy an elephant. An elephant? So don't worry. Don't worry. They won't spend it on the elephant. Not on my watch. You don't want to buy an elephant, guys. Don't don't, don't buy an elephant. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, Stone at some point would say, like, this should be enough to get us. We need to stay quiet. Too much gold leads to trouble. And he would look over at Vasa and he's like, I think you probably could tell me that is true. And then Vasa's like, I hate 
that you ended that sentence there because you began with too much gold, and I don't believe in that <laughs> phrase. But the dwarf has some. The dwarf wow. has a point. Uh, we don't well, want to well, take all your gold. No, yes, we. I mean, he's not I'm, using it. He's you're like, not he's taking all my gold. I was really good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's like, there's like a little bit of a flash of cockiness that you're not used to from seeing Graham. We can turn him upside down and shake him. Wow. <laughs> and um, he says, like, but seriously, do me a favor. Don't get an elephant. Like, that would be the worst thing possible. Like, Tin nods, but she has her fingers crossed. Her <laughs> yeah, yeah. What but, do you have against elephants, Patch? I don't have anything against elephants per se. I have something against large beasts of burden that cannot dream properly that you would have to take with you on every single uh, job, whether you wanted to stealth or not. But um, are the is the gold that we're getting? Is it in like gold pieces or platinum pieces? Because remember, there's a way to like the the, the he only rate. has gold. Okay, yeah. Boss is gonna. Take fifty percent of those bags <laughs> if, if the team lets her. <laughs> yeah, there are six large sacks. Oh, one, two, three, four, five. She's gonna take two. Tin wants one and a half. <laughs> and he just—he's <laughs> like, "Well, I mean, there are six of you. I mean, you guys one, two, three, do it how five. you want." Well, I mean, Tomkins is a person too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tomkins is like really. Vass is holding her two bags, and she's like, we'll split this later, Tom Kim. I'll carry it for you. You're like, <laughs> he, he knows. He's not. He's just like, you guys need it more than me. Rumblestone would pull out what little, like, if he, he probably has, like, a little satchel for gold, and he would yeah. split his half and toss it to Tomkins. And Tomkins like, for real, I'm okay. Like, I, I have gold. I, I worked... Tin will take his that Rumblestone <laughs> Well, then he snatches it back. He's like, well, look, I... He said, and he's like, this is he for the just tons. gave you guys large sacks of gold. Why are you scraping on this? And he takes yeah. the, the gold and he's like, you guys are going to spend all your money and then I'm going to use this as your emergency fund. So you're welcome. And he puts it on his uh, belt. But he puts it like the same way that you guys had it when it got stolen in uh, COG. So just as a heads up. Um, and uh, yeah, so Patch is like, are you guys ready to go? Vasa downs her mead. And slams it down and says, "All right." Rumblestone bends down and gently puts the money in a proper place on Tompkins. Like, this is where you need to keep it, <laughs> like a dad. He's very dad. <laughs> <laughs> all the way to the He's like, "Oh, well, it's harder to reach that." Yeah. Keep a few gold coins in your foot, okay? Is anything? <laughs> <laughs> but I love my feet, and he just kind of ignores that. And you need to hide the gold. And he was like, "Let us lead on." All right, and uh, Patch gets up and shakes the hands of those that are willing, and he's like, good luck, guys. Vasa gives him like a very friendly shake and a clap on the shoulder. All right. Tin pats him twice on the shoulder. <laughs> Affection. <laughs> Affection. Executing Affection. <laughs> Wait, um, just for our record's sake, uh, how much gold did each gold bag have? Uh, each gold bag had 5,000 gold. Holy fuck! <laughs> Dude, we're so rich! I'm getting Wait, so many Wait, this seems too good to be true. This seems like a trap. Nope. Wait, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. That's like- I mean, you could definitely gonna- see a difference between the King of Dreams and Patch the Ex-Adventurer. I'm gonna I'm gonna press save. Remember, Vasa took two bags, by the way, and y'all each got one bag. Guys, I'm gonna get an elephant. 
Rumblestone writes down his half of bag. <laughs> Oh no! Drop. If you tried giving half a bag, Tompkins is like he 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 won't take. He's like, I don't have an. I'm too small <laughs> to take two thousand five hundred gold on me. Yeah, can we? Like, these are large this? sacks. Like you guys are like, yeah. let's go, and you're throwing them on your back. <laughs> like, Basil's like half bent, and she's like, I've never been so happy. Um, <laughs> Just but end the adventure. Right is now. there a way? Is there like? Can we convert this to platinum? Like we could. Yeah, is there an ATM on the way out? <laughs> he's like, he's like, guys, this is this is the best I could do. I mean, like, no, 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 you I, did great. Okay. You did. Don't ever question it. You did wonderful. <laughs> is, is there, there like the logistically? Uh, I mean, these bags are a hundred pounds a piece. They're a hundred pounds a piece. Five thousand gold is about a hundred pounds. Let's just go invest it right now. We could just like summon the nomad right now and spend as much of it as we can. So okay. could we call? Because the nomad seemed like he would show up if you just ripped it up. That's uh, usually right. how they work. Yeah, they, yeah, if they have one of those calling cards, it's it's more like a uh, a one way uh, signal to them that someone's ready to do business. It doesn't mean you'll get the same guy you talk to or the same person you talk to. You'll get and somebody. I say we stay here. We have some drinks. Rip the card real quick. Do some shopping. If you feel like you need to to equip yourselves before you go, I understand. I, I know I told you guys to leave, but I understand also the need to equip yourself. So I am actually going to go lay down because I'm unreasonably tired for some reason. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to hurt your back right there. 200, 200 pounds of gold. No, he patches, he, he, he taps the bag. He's like, it's a satchel holding. It has like near infinite space. Uh, That's how the Dreaming Tree's in there. Yeah, I, I say we call the Nomad and spend yeah. as much of this as like, we can. Suit up. I want one of those bags. It's, shop, it's shopping time, guys. Yeah, if if the Nomad has a hold of bagging, um, then we can really... <laughs> what did you really, uh, the hold of bagging? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> oh, I messed it up. But, um, yeah, all we need is one and we'd be good to carry on all this gold. It's true. Yeah, let's call him. All yeah. right. You, we should probably at least hide or like play cool with the bag. Yeah. <laughs> let's like drag it behind bags. the counter. Let's drag like. Yeah. Love it and just pretend it's a beanbag couch. I would like a. I would like a knife. That's uh six thousand gold. Yeah. All right. Let's let's these hundred pound bags and like we're all shoving and pushing like behind the counter and then uh, and we tell the bro bartender play cool play cool. Oh, oh yeah, we'll serve the nomad drinks, and then we'll just pay from under the counter. And anyways, we yeah, move the bags and then rip up the card. And mm-hmm. yeah, so you rip up the card, and if you were expecting anything to happen, you're disappointed. It's just you hope it works. They suck. They don't want our gold. It doesn't like it doesn't do anything cool. It doesn't go like you're a wizard, Harry. Like it just fucking rips. Like after after a pause. After a, a pause where nothing happens, Basta would be like, "You ripped it wrong." To Rumblestone, <laughs> I ripped it fine. I ripped it fine. Rumblestone would put it together and realize the number is just like five, 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 five. Fake number. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a half hour and uh, there's nothing going on. By the way, do those? And she's pointing at um, she's pointing up at the in rooms. Do those come with locks, Tompkins? Do those come with locks? Um, and he looks and he's like, um, it looks like they don't open unless it's for you. 
Okay. I got a plan. This is our retirement plan after we're all done. We each have a room here. We deposit as much gold as we want in our rooms, which only we can enter. And then when we're all done with this adventure, we come back, cash out, live like kings and queens. Done. Mm, I'm, I'm kind of scared to leave my gold lying around. It's the dream in that only you can enter the doors. There's literally not a safer bank. Trust me, even I couldn't break into this place. Where's my room? And she kind of like, she kind of starts like looking around. So it's funny because um, until you ask, you don't feel like that you have a room here. And the moment you feel like you need a room, you can sense where it is exactly. Yeah. Amasa stops and is like, I'll be right back. And she goes behind the counter, hefts up one sack of gold. And tromps her way up, up to wherever <laughs> she disappears into a room. What does the room look like? It basically has the same kind of tapestry and the same kind of uh, decor that you would expect from your home world. All of you. That actually would have given Vasa pause when she opened the door and stepped in. Like that home in her face. And she probably would have spent a little longer than she would have planned to sort of just take in the room and smell and see all the familiar sights and colors. The only problem is that with your room, Vasa, like you step in and it's it's nice, but it doesn't look immediately familiar. The tapestry that's in here um, seems darker, and the bed where you would expect that you know, spare no expense, right? Maybe you'd have a nice um, like king or queen size bed. You just have a single, like your room. Gives you kind of a sensation that you're making do. Vasa, yeah, Vasa would have nodded and be like, "Go figure." Um, but then she would have, she would have had this weird sort of like combination of trying to be snarky about the fact that she didn't get a good room, but a pin look of like nostalgia and recognition as she looks about the room. But anyway, she eventually like finds a place. She stows the first hefty bag of gold, and then she trumps her way down. Gets her second bag of hefty gold, hikes it up her shoulder, and drops it off. And then when she comes down a lot faster the second time, she's like, she's clapping her hand. She's like, "You guys got to do this. If you don't, just give me your gold now, and I'll take care of it for you." But I'm just saying, it's a good strategy. I mean, how much is a room? <laughs> They're free. They're free. They're free. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you yeah. have five thousand gold. I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> Two gold? Mm, I don't know. That, that's pretty steep. But I spend one gold, and I don't have 5,000 exactly, gold. Exactly, you know? Like, I didn't get the 5,000 <laughs> yeah. gold by not saving. Yeah, <laughs> Brummelstone yeah, would, would go up, and, you know, in his pouch, he would fill it to, you know, I don't know how much that would hold. That would be, like, a reasonable amount. 50, 75. Well, just, if we can make it an even 100, that would be great. Sure. <laughs> but if... <laughs> No, I want to carry more. Way more. Man, you guys all figure out the appropriate amount of gold that keeps your souls happy or some shit, and you guys start putting shit away. But you're all happy to find out that you have nice, spacious rooms with big, beautiful, king-sized beds that are, like, custom-tailored um, to what you're looking for. Um, except for uh, Brummelstone. All you have in there is a small half decent bed you've got some mining equipment in the corner you don't have any windows and like all of your sheets are old and tattered rumblestone when he did enter he would go to if there's like a closet or like a, a sidebar area he would go there to put his money and he would look 
kind of for uh, a jug of moonshine. Yep, it's there. <laughs> you open the closet and Roberto's there. That's his room. <laughs> his small wonder. Oh. The Vicky of this game. <laughs> That's a good reference. Hi, brother. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, he would. He would take the jug of moonshine and he would put it in his bag. <laughs> All right. As Vasa rejoins the group, she would sort of like clap her hands. She's like, I am now 100% invested in protecting the dreaming world. Let's get this job done. Yeah, no, no. You thought, you thought I was serious? This is me serious. I'm all in now. After about another hour and a half, you look at, you can hear the door start to open. It's made of rich mahogany and it slides open with ease and elegance. And in walks the nomad you don't know if it's the same guy or not that you dealt with before but he has that same similar look where he's kind of all cloaked up he's got thick leather gloves he has a uh small he actually has a satchel it's kind of disturbing because on some level he looks a little similar to patch but it's probably honestly more coincidence than anything but like it's easier to just kind of throw like they all wear cloaks um the cloaks can be different colors but this one's blue he just walks in and nods at you all and he says uh somebody called from listen would be like hello again again what? i want a bag of holding or a hold of bagging <laughs> he kind of uh laughs and he says like, i have what you need like <laughs> you name it i've got it so what are we looking for wait 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 can um can we sort of do this thing where we assume that they basically had access to the, his entire wares and purchased it, but we don't actually pick those things until after the game where we have our own time to pour over the list of everything? Yeah, like we assume we shopped, but it's you know, the the rewards come later. Would that make sense? That would be totally fine with me if you're willing to play the game without the stuff you buy and go against whatever comes next. Can we just pitch it as, like, we tell him what we need? No, like, you totally great. can. It just means that, like, if, if something <laughs> yeah. were to happen, you wouldn't have that stuff. I'm going to pull up the list now. I want a lightning javelin. Do you have a lightning javelin? And he says, I, I do. Tin, the lightning javelin is one use only. Remember, that's how you lost the first one. No, per day. Can't you get, like, whatever. a lightning, can't you get a lightning boomerang? <laughs> No, no, no! I want my lightning javelin. Okay. Go. How much? How much is it? He looks through his bag and he says, "Ah, ah, there it is." And he begins to pull out the javelin of lightning. It looks very similar to the one you had. Um, it's, I mean, slightly different craftsmanship, obviously. And um, kind of examines it and looks, and he says, "This is a uh, one thousand five hundred gold." Would you like a drink first? And he puts it back. Oh, oh. What tin ones versus hoarding tin? Ooh, the inner conflict is strong. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so real quick, do you guys think like I didn't get a chance to really use the javelin, but it was it was a good weapon. Um, what do you guys think? There's a possibility that guy has something that can make you fly, and you already have a damn good gun, so you might ask about that. <laughs> Hey, Nomad, do you have an armor that would make me invulnerable? I do. How much would it cost? And, uh, he says, you have good taste. The armor of invulnerability is what you're looking for, and that is 18,000 gold. I see. And he opens the bag, and he kind of goes like, ting, ting, and 
5, let you know that it's there, essentially. What about an armor of mostly invulnerability? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'd have to contact somebody else for that. I only deal in quality. So then Vasa would be like, "All right, let's 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 step down from there. What about an armor that just is quite good and out of game? I'm asking for like an AC plus two or AC plus three. He says, "Yeah, armor of a plus one variety is fifteen hundred gold." Armor of a plus two variety is 6,000 gold, and armor of a plus three variety is 24,000 gold. Do you do you happen to have, like, a thing that can make me fly, like, either, like, a motor or whatever? It kind of allows you, it's like a motor. <laughs> um. Or like a, like a propeller. <laughs> sure, I, well... Again, if you're asking for some kind of a mechanical contraption, I'm afraid you'd have to go to some place like Cog for that. Um, being that you guys are here of all places, and he kind of looks around, I assume you could make that happen. So that's up to you. If you want items of magical nature, then I have several different items for that. He pulls out a cloak. It's a uh, beautiful cloak. It's a uh, satin. And he says, what's nice about this is that once you bond with it, um, you're able to kind of dictate the look a little bit as well. So that, that comes no extra charge. And uh, what it will do is it will shape itself into wings on your back. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It only lasts for an hour, so just be aware of that. And in mechanical terms, it means that every 1d12 hours you can use them. So you use them, you roll a d12. If it says two, you got to wait two more hours. How much is that? Oh, uh, that is uh, 5,000 gold. Oh, bullshit! <laughs> Can I talk you down to like 4,800? Because I'm really hoping to get an elephant. No, um, this might be your first time dealing um, with me. I don't remember all of my clients, but uh, um, the Nomad does not negotiate. What I all what I offer is access to nearly anything you can imagine, and for that I simply ask only the actual price of the item. Tin, you can have <sighs> some of my money. Don't worry. You should get your your cloak. Your... Okay, Tin wants the cloak. So you now have uh, wings of flying. I'll send you the stats. Do you have a business card just in case for future? <laughs> Is there a 30-day policy? Yeah, also, what's your oh, do you want a, a, a business card? Unfortunately, that's your preferred clients, and I've just done business with you, so. What? But, uh, okay. Rude. How did you become a preferred client? Uh, ask the person that ripped the card in the first place. You guys don't know how you became preferred clients? Rumblestone is slightly embarrassed by this, like interaction with like higher magic it's like when you bring your like school friends to meet your not school oh. friends and you're like oh I'm so embarrassed right <laughs> guys play it cool guys, guys are you ashamed of us Rumblestone <laughs> not, not he's just he's trying to play it cool in the back anyone else I can help before I leave I want a bag of holding Oh, that's an excellent choice. He says that is a 4,000 gold, ma'am. That seems a little high. Well, let me tell you a bit about this. Uh, this. These bags can hold 500 pounds. 
Uh, that's about 64 cubic feet worth of space. The bag itself only weighs 15 pounds no matter how much you put inside of it. If the bag was ever overloaded, I should tell you, or pierced or torn, it's ruptured, it gets destroyed, the contents are scattered across the astral plane, so I'd recommend not letting the bag tear. Yeah, and you can dump everything out all at once by turning the bag inside out, so if you're in a hurry, you just like... But one last thing I should tell you, you cannot put these extra-dimensional kind of spaces inside each other. So if you come across another item similar to this, do not put a bag of holding inside another bag of holding or something like that. And with that, he actually reaches behind him and he pulls out a bag of holding that he had kind of like wrapped up and tied up, almost like a bedroll on his back. He's like, I don't have a lot of these with me. I only have two. So if somebody else wants one, you better buy it fast. And uh, he puts it on the table. I want to just ask a user user question. If I were planning to spend a lot of time in an extra-dimensional tent, and I brought my bag of holding into that little house that was maybe magical, would that cause problems? I believe you're speaking of a tiny hut. Yes. Right. That is not the same kind of extra-dimensional space. Excellent. Then I will take one, please. All right. And then he takes your 4,000 gold. And when he takes the gold, he just dumps it into a side pouch inside um, his satchel. Uh, Ertleby dumps the remainder of her money into her new bag, which looks amazing. <laughs> loud, loud floral print. <laughs> this yeah, one you can get for 4,000 because it's so ugly. <laughs> but it's perfect. For- what, are, what are those called? Aren't they called like carpet bags or something like that? Like those giant granny bags? <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's perfect for her. (laughs) Yes, she's now got a giant hat and a giant bag. And she is looking good. Just like the other items, like when you attune to it, you're allowed to leave a little bit of an impression upon it and kind of redecorate it. So, yes, it is hideous. (laughs) The ugliest bag any of you have ever seen. It's looking for like an amulet of defense up or. Something that can increase magic spells. He's kind of tired of being knocked down dead. So, uh... <laughs> How much are your healing potions, Nomad? Now, <clears throat> he kind of looks around for a second and he says, um, I would like to offer you a deal at the expense of offending the rest of your companions. Let's hear it. They're a very laid-back group. So, um... If I'm assessing your fashion correctly, uh, you hail from Menroth? Yes. Yes, so do I. So, are you familiar with healing crystals? I am. Okay, so um, the rest of your companions... um, I'm sorry, guys, I'm going to pretend like you're not here. I don't have time to find another room to do business. Um, We're in a tavern. Typically, unless someone has... uh, great great connection with us um we typically you your uh our world menroth uh is home to the healing crystals these uh crystals can be shattered as you well you know i don't know why i'm wasting your yes. time yes. um yeah and so you're able to buy them 50 gold apiece how many do you have on you hmm. how many do you want let's go. how much do they weigh each of them again it's been Nothing. a long time since i've held one Nothing. Yeah, I will take... Let me explain healing crystals just a little bit for Menroth. Um, these are things that are typically only sold um, in certain areas. Like, I, you 
you remember them because of your adventures on Cog, is that correct, uh, Jane? Yeah. Yeah. But on your home world, you might have heard of them um, based on your specific situations. Mm-hmm. But they're not easy to come by where you're from. You usually yeah. buy, have to buy them second or third hand, and they can jump up in price like ex- ex- yeah. astronomically. Yeah. The idea that they sell them for – like he's basically giving you a price that he sells them for the places he's allowed to sell them. So that somewhere on Menroth, they're buying them for 50 gold a fucking piece. Yeah, I know. When Vasa heard that, she's kind of like – she just had a moment where she's like – she's so glad she has a poker face because inside she's like screaming. Um, <laughs> And the boss is like, do you have 50 on you? I do. I'll take 50. 50. Now, I mean, I love making a sale, but let me be up front with you. Do you have a plan for safely carrying 50 easily shatterable crystals? Vasa points at uh, grandmother's bag of holding. She's doing a dance in the background, like... As he like looks at Vasa, like Erlebi's like holding the bag above her head and kind of yeah, doing Vasa's a little dance like, over there. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> and does um, the bag of holding store them safely? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Then I'll take fifty crystals. Fifty crystals. Anyone else? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, um, Master Dwarf. You were asking about items to help keep you alive or make you better at spells. Yeah. Yes. Well, I have a I have a collection of that. In what way would you like to uh, survive better? Yeah, and Brummelstone would, uh, unlike maybe others who would understand how to bargain or haggle, Brummelstone would be like, "Here, I have five thousand, and these are my weaker points." <laughs> you know, like, yeah, this which, is what I need. <laughs> which might be funny, but honestly, like he said, he doesn't change his prices. So, yeah, like, you get. Yeah, you come and you buy exactly what you want. So yeah, it would be just, I figured there's like an amulet or a ring protection or something that like just boost a little bit of armor class. I have a 11 armor class. So like I'm gonna you get can have, he, he's like, for instance, he could sell you an ion stone of agility. It would increase your dex by two. That sounds, I'm at 13, 15 plus two. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. That's 3000 gold. Well, there you go. And then he would ask, I know you have a shopping cog. Is would there be a cost to leave a letter there? For he someone? looks around. Who says we have? What, um, yeah, all right. Yeah, we got a shopping cog. You want me to leave a letter there? Yes, just in case one Claiborne comes by. Tangled. Yeah, and so he would pay for both of those things, and he would write a letter to Claiborne. All right. So, Mr. Nomad, sir. Yes. Do you have anything, any kind of weapon that can do extra damage to nightmare creatures? What are nightmare creatures? What about um, any kind of um, either finesse weapons or ranged weapons? Are you afraid to get messy? No. Okay, so I have a collection of weapons that are known uh, to be quite deadly if you can land the right hit. What about a cloak of protection? I definitely have one of those. Let's just say Voss is calling these things out with a little bit more know-how because maybe a few of them pass underneath her nose. Yes. <laughs> mm. Cloak of protection is three thousand five hundred gold. Does it? Uh, this is, I guess, out of game. Is it incredibly flashy looking, or does it just look like a normal cloak? Well, you're allowed to kind of imprint your look on it. Uh, that's not normally true for magical items. Vasa would know. That's like he. That's something that the nomad is offering. 
How much is how much are your daggers of venom? Two thousand five hundred each. And your ring of evasion? Five thousand gold. How much are your scimitars of speed? Six thousand gold. Hey, you have like a crossbow or something. What Tompkins? What do you like to use? And he looks, and he just kind of pats his shield. But what if you wanted? We needed you to attack. Jeez, I don't know. I, I don't know how to fight. He kind of shrugs his shoulders. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy the dagger of venom and the cloak of protection. Cool. All right, that's a total of eight thousand gold for the fifty healing crystals, the dagger of venom, the cloak of protection. Um, if the nomad's going to make the offer to customize it, Vasa wants it an incredibly plain, but not like poor tatter, just like a very average adventurer's cloak. Yep. Yeah. You, you, once you wear it and you attune yourself Mm -hmm. to it, it kind of fills out for you the only once. So whatever you guys custom design it as, (laughs) that's how it stays. Um, and then Vasa's going to go upstairs and she's going to come down with, with a little bit of effort carrying basically 8,000 gold, and she's going to pass it over to the Nomad. He looks impressed. He's like, well, that's... And then, and then Vasa, after she, like, kind of theatrically jumps out, she says, by the way, you know, I didn't spend all my gold. I was wondering, for my future purchases, purchases, if I could get one of your cards. Hmm. I haven't... I can't decide right now. You seem like a busy man. I don't want to spend all my gold, but I still have a few thousand lying around that I'll spend in the future. Need a way to get in contact with you. Me specifically? If you want to do business exclusive with me, that's on you, and I'm happy to do so. Otherwise, you know, anyone to, for your guild will be fine. Thinks about it. He's like, you guys do have a lot of money, it seems. And Vasa doesn't say anything. She just kind of smiles in that way. <laughs> I'll sell you one. 100 gold. Vasa says, whew, done. And then she kind of, she says, uh, hang on a second. Bremostone, 100 gold. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I only need to to carry 8,000 down. Come on, Bremostone. It'll be sidles up in between them and like puts it in her hand. Thank you, Grandmother. Bremostone would be writing the letter and he would look up and be like, oh, oh, uh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then Vasa like takes this like tiny little pouch of gold from Ertlebee and drops it down on the hefty pouch of gold and says, "All right, fifty crystals, dagger, venom, cloak of protection, and one of your cards." All right, slides your way. All right, so takes all those crystals and then says, "Can't put some, gives them all to Ertlebee basically, and says, we'll we'll d- divide them up later.'" Oh, I need. I want to buy. I haven't got. I want to buy a sword. <laughs> oh, what what sword do you want, sir? Sword of sharpness, please. He pulls the blade out. Um, it has a very uh thick, thick uh sheath, and he warns you. He says, even the sheath is magically enchanted. That is two thousand gold. Done. Guys, we're gonna be so op after this. I know. So, last thing I guess to talk about is that: Do we need to pull the money and buy Tompkins something like a little dagger or something? He looks he'd be happy with a, like, he'd be happy with a hug a and love is free. <laughs> He's like, no, I, I, I really can't fight, guys. Like, I mean, uh, that's when yeah, they like, had a cheap invisibility would look cloak. Over. Yeah, Bramblestone might look over at that point and be like, there might come a time where you have to. 
I like someone said invisibility, right? Can I get one of those? Someone said that, right? He looks around. How much how much would that be? Tompkins says, I don't know. But uh I- <laughs> the nomad steps forward. He says, I have several items that can induce invisibility, ranging anywhere from a thousand gold and up. What's your one for a thousand? It's almost no connection. It's a um ring <laughs> of invisibility. It sounds like it's belongs to Sauron. I mean <laughs> Tompkins is basically a hobbit. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Tompkins, don't wear the ring. <laughs> I can't carry the ring, Mr. Tompkins, but I can carry you. <laughs> oh my god. Nice references, guys. <laughs> nice references. <laughs> really hitting home. I too understand this reference, says Tim. <laughs> Inconvincingly. <laughs> So cool. I'll give him the the ring of invisibility. He's like, cool, and he puts it on disappears. All right, follow me, guys. Well, oh, my God. <laughs> he kind of giggles. He's like, I, I'm just joking. Wait, Tompkins, come here for a sec. Tompkins, come here. Yeah, what's up? I'm right next to you. Your skill is too high to be fooled by him saying, like, I'm right next to you. What's up? Yeah, and then Vasa just, like, pretends that she doesn't see you. She's like, wait, come here. Hold my hands. I can't, I can't see you. And then he comes over and holds your hand. Yeah, she grabs a hand and takes the ring off his finger. Well, why? I'm going to hold on to this until you need it. And then she kind of looks at the group. She's like, are we really going to let him become invisible at will? Primal Stone, she took my ring. And he runs over to you. Uh, Yeah, Primal Stone would be like, uh, unfortunately, he's the most important of us. Whoa. Whoa. He turns around. I agree. But exactly for that reason... Do we really want him running around turning invisible at will? Yes. Tompkins. Yes. Tompkins. And then yes. Voss is like, Bromelstone, like, I feel like The nomad slowly walking away. Screen. He no longer wants to be a part of whatever this is. Bromelstone, <laughs> I feel like you should hold on to this ring and give it to Tompkins when he needs it. Tompkins, stay by my side. Yeah. Okay. And He's then like, Vasa so gives the ring in to In the Bromelstone. middle of terrifying situation. You're going to waste your time looking around in your pouch for a ring, and then you're going to put it on my finger in the middle of combat? Yeah. Boss is like, I think he should just carry it. I think he should just carry it, too, he says. <laughs> this is when, like, <laughs> Brumblestone would kneel down and would do this, like, very stern, almost, almost like, forceful grabbing of Tompkins' like, face. Like, uh, when a dad does it really like, like when a bad dad does it to a child <laughs> and he would look Tompkins straight in the eye and he'd be like, we need you to survive this. If there's any hope of getting the dreaming world back to what it was, to what it needs to be in saving all of our realms, we need you to take this and this alone seriously. Why are you making such a big deal out of me? Yeah. Like it or not, Tompkins. Because you're super important. Why? Vasa knocks on Tompkins' head really hard, like kind of like, dunk, and he just says, because you can travel between worlds, because you can f- fix Tin and Roberto, and because the Dream King chose you, okay? Just accept the damn ring. Oh, yeah, cool. He reaches the ring and grabs the ring. <laughs> and then, and then... Uh, Vasa would look at Brummelstone and sort of like this wary, like, all right, you win sort of expression, but she'd be like, I'm going to prepare my I told you so right now. 
Mark Bur- my words. Bromosome looks back with uh, an expression that would easily best be as right as like, I know, but what option do we have? This is, <laughs> this is, this is when two parents agree that like, yes, we've spoiled the child just a little bit in this moment, but it shut them up. for. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Tompkins, abuse this power and we'll take this ring. When we find you, and I will. He actually looks a little upset now, and he's like, yeah, sure. But know that I trust you, and love you, and I'm going to help you grow to be all the Tompkins that you can be. And he's kind of like, do this for your safety. Wiggling back and, and forth, like, all right, Vasa's right. standing behind him, just like, kind of like, making a motion like this, like, I'm watching you. <laughs> I'm watching you. Tompkins you can be. <laughs> I like it that we go. become good, good dad, bad mom. <laughs> 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 so i guess we're going back to cog lead the way so we effectively uh did exactly what pedro told us not to do which is just make turn it into like a shopping trip but yes we're so it op fun. now thanks for listening to episode 58 inside vasa is screaming if you like the episode let me know over on twitter at worldwalkerspod And thanks again to our supporters at Patreon. If you want to find out more about what that's all about, check it out over at patreon.com slash worldwalkers. We're also still accepting help via my GoFundMe as well. Uh, If you're not familiar with my recent health issues, uh, kind of of battling cancer. And um, I've gone through surgery. Things are going well, but there's a lot of medical bills to consider. Still trying to... Uh, figure out how best to move forward with uh, treatment and make sure that I'm doing everything I can to be proactive. Um, so if you if you want to find out more about that, um, you can head on over to GoFundMe.com slash everybody-loves-pedro. Uh, it's a, something my wife set up to help us take care of uh, current and future medical bills. So uh, I if you have a second, definitely go check it out. Um, even if uh, financial situation doesn't permit you to help out, if you want to spread the word, uh, I would appreciate that far more than I can uh, ever explain to you. So uh, thank you. The music from this episode comes from Kevin McLeod. You can find his work over at Incompetech.com. And the sound effects come from Sirenscape, which you can find at Sirenscape.com. Are we gingerfying this area? Are we- <laughs> Gentrification. Are we taking out the local culture? Are you saying gingerfying? Like, are you are you? I, uh, are you putting like red freckles and everything, and like <laughs> yes, moppy hair. I did mispronounce the word. Yes. <laughs> okay, but that's usually who gingerfies. <laughs> if he's invisible, is he just visually vis- invisible, or does he? Um, is he findable by smell? Is the question smell? Because maybe he can put the ring on, and then when we need to find him later, I can smell him using my rat senses, which are very good. I believe that gives you advantage. Yeah, he's not like gone. He's just visually uh, unseeable. We'll just smell him. He's like, excuse me. <laughs>